think the circled square is how we meet an expectation for reporting all commercial impressions while also ensuring transparency on the editorial environment the ads are seen in. Hello and welcome to the Media Leader podcast. I'm Omar Oaks. So, hot on the heels of our interview with ITV CEO Carolyn McCall at Future Media, I spoke to Justin Sampson, CEO of the UK's TV audience measurement company, Barb. ITV, along with the UK's other major broadcasters, is a shareholder in Barb, which was set up in 1981 to provide trusted third-party measurement of TV audiences. Now, I promise this podcast isn't always going to be about television, but there is a reason for doing this now. We're speaking on the eve of Netflix and Disney Plus audience data becoming available on the 1st of November on Barb. Uh, This podcast should be going out on Wednesday, the 2nd of November, and you should be able to see some of that early data about Netflix and Disney Plus on our website. I'll put a link in the show notes. So I spoke to Justin Sampson about how TV measurement has changed, how it came to be that Netflix and Disney Plus are now opening themselves up to third-party measurement in the UK, and how Barb hopes to keep up with the transformation of media and how we even define what's TV versus what's TV-like content, which has implications for how we think about YouTube or TikTok, not just streaming services on TV. So now, here's Justin Sampson speaking to me online from Barb's office just off Leicester Square. I began by asking him, how does a person end up running a TV audience measurement company? I mean, in terms of my career, I often liken it to being an accidental tourist. I'm not quite sure how I've ended up where I am, but I always seem to be somewhere interesting. And I think there's a couple of themes um, that sort of led me towards Barb. First is I've always I pretty much worked in broadcast media, initially in commercial radio until my mid-30s, but since then, television's kind of been dominant for me. And um, the, the role that I held from uh, quite a while when I worked in radio was the Radio Advertising Bureau, which wasn't a trade body as such, but it was a collective effort um, from commercial radio to grow to revenue. And um, that, for me, was, I, I thought, very informative about how you can help industries move forward and achieve things and and for example one of the biggest projects I worked on at um, the RAB was the establishment of JET, the um, commercial radio industry's uh, system for enabling buyers and sellers to trade commercial radio in a safe and accountable environment. So I built up experience there of um, sort of helping industry deliver something that helps them collectively and um, so that, that was, I thought, great experience working in a sort of a trade body type environment. And I guess that experience might have um, helped me when I was talking to, to Barb about becoming chief exec. And um, so with, with uh, another thing that helped me was I did spend some time working as a research supplier to Barb. So I know what it's like to actually deliver the data. Um, so that, that's a little bit about how I ended up here. Okay, um, so um, we're talking at an interesting time because um, Netflix has just become a Barb subscriber. Um, Disney, Disney Plus is also a Barb subscriber. So we've got these streaming platforms which are now opening themselves up to um, third-party measurement, which is what you do. Um, they're, they're, they're doing this because they're about to launch advertising tiers on their platforms. Frankly, why haven't they come to you before if, if, if third-party measurement is so important? Well, I think the... Um... Barb took a huge step forward in 2021 when we 
introduced the reporting of streaming services such as Disney Plus, Netflix, Amazon, um, YouTube, TikTok, and other video sharing platforms, as well as SVOD. So we um, we sort of introduced reporting for these services at the end of 2021, even though they hadn't actively chosen to participate. And that was important for us because the industry expects us to deliver a comprehensive um, report of what people are watching, regardless of whether those um, services are subscribing or not. Um, so once we'd established um, our capabilities and started delivering the data on a day-to-day basis, it, it did give us more um, to talk to the likes of um, D- Disney and, and Netflix about. Um, Disney, we've had a long-standing um, relationship with, given that they um, have um, operated linear channels, so they've been a Barb subscriber before they um, quickly grasped how Barb data could help them. Um, Netflix, we've been talking to them actually on and off for about three years now. Um, so really? Reed Hastings, the chief executive at a, an RTS event in Cambridge um, back in 2019, sort of publicly said, look, we think Barb should be measuring our audiences. And, um, and, and he and Netflix have kept in touch with us since then. And, and we've obviously developed our capabilities and um, we've been sharing with them what we've been doing. And they've now sort of recognised that what we deliveries of value to them, not not just, I should say, in terms of their new move into advertising, um, but also just in terms of understanding what their viewers are watching when they're not watching Netflix. And we, we know that actually people who watch Netflix spend quite a lot of time watching other things, which is um, something any wall garden platform, they can't, platform can't get from their own data. They do need industry, independent industry data like Barb's to fill in the gaps about what, what their subscribers are doing when they're not watching um, Netflix or Disney or whatever. And I imagine as part of that process, you must be under, you must have been under a lot of pressure to change in terms of how you measure things. I mean, you've been going since 1981 and you've always relied on your, your panel data. Um, describe briefly how that works and how it's been changing and how broadly TV measurement has had to change. I mean, we've been under pressure to change pretty much since 1981. I mean, the first example of fragmentation that we had to deal with was the launch of Channel 4 back in 1982. And ever since then, the TV industry has been hugely dynamic, whether it be new channels, new distribution platforms. And we've constantly had to evolve how we capture what people are viewing. And you talk about a panel, which is at the remains at the heart of what we do. But having said that, one of the biggest changes we've made in the last 10 years is that whilst continuing to make sure our panel is um, uh, representative of the breadth of UK society and it's got the right technology to, to measure all of the different services, we have embraced big data as well. So since 2015, we've been collecting census data for all the broadcast of odd services um, so this is from all um, uh, viewers across the whole country, not just from, from within our panel. And, and that census data set is um, uh, tremendously accurate in telling us the volumes of viewing to um, shows on, on BVOD services. And um, the, the thing with any census data set, though, is it doesn't tell you who's watching and how many are in front of the screen. And that's where the panel remains tremendously important. So... Um, all our data now is is underpinned by a combination of panel data and big data. 
And you've recently announced a consultation into measuring more TV-like content. I mean, what does that actually mean? I mean, do you consider YouTube to be TV now? Is TikTok TV? So this is really, I think, a point of definition for the industry to try and reach agreement on. So so we've mastered the measurement of uh, streaming services, regardless of whether you think they are TV or TV-like at, at a service level. So we can tell you the, the, the number of people who watch uh, YouTube, the number of people who watch TikTok and when they watch. Um, now, for SVODs and the broadcaster services, which deliver professionally produced long-form TV shows, we've been able to deliver content ratings. And, and the SVODs, the, the programmes, are very... Um, sort of similar to the kind of content you f- find on linear channels. And I think you'd certainly call that TV content, what's on the SVODs. Um, but on video sharing platforms, it's, it's clearly very different. And um, we, we recognise there's an interest from the industry about how we extend our reporting to cover the content on video sharing platforms that's of interest. But I think it's difficult to say, if we take YouTube, for example, you, you can't say all of it is TV like and we can't say none of it is TV like. So how do we establish? So so sorry, just to clarify, what's not TV like on YouTube then? Um, well, let, let's start with what we think is is TV content, and that's for example BT Sport distributing the Champions League through YouTube. That's TV content on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We we already report that when it happens, which tends to happen around a Champions League final. Um, Barb reported channels that live stream on YouTube. They're, that's TV content, and we, we certainly would um, report that. And we're working with Channel 4 at the moment to ensure that we're capturing view into the archive of content that it's making available. Now, I, I think it's unrealistic to say all of the content on, on YouTube and TikTok is TV-like, but, but at the same time, we hear a demand for saying um, the industry wants to measure all commercial impressions, and there's a desire to know the context in which the ads are seen. And so in, in trying to get to that definition, I think the circle to square is how we meet an expectation for reporting all commercial impressions while also ensuring transparency on the envir- editorial environment the ads are seen in. Um, and the, 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 the way in which we do that, I think, has to... Um, acknowledge some public articulations that have happened of advertiser needs. So Mark Pritchard of Procter & Gamble was quite vocal and at the same time eloquent in talking about environments where there's responsible editorial control over the quality of content. He he talked about investing in places where brands are proven safe and where the content is known. Um, So, I mean, those are three kind of ways of starting to move towards a definition of what is TV line. But but clearly you need to flesh that out in something um, more substantial to to then be able to say, well, where's the line and and where do you say we we need to measure that kind of content, but um, that that kind of content is out of scope. And and we're not there yet. We're doing a consultation. We're aiming to get results uh, in in the first quarter of next year that we can look to share with the industry after we've been through it with our strategy board. 
So that's really interesting. So when, we, when, we, when we're used to in the media industry talking about defining different media channels, we kind of think about it in physical form. So your TV is the TV set in the corner, your radio is the radio set in the corner, an outdoor screen is the thing you walk past by the side of the road, etc. But it sounds like when we're talking about how media is changing or has changed with digital, those definitions are actually going to be quite different and measurement's going to be at the heart of it. So to your point... TV doesn't really matter whether it's that thing in the corner of your room or if it's on your mobile phone. What really matters is how it's being measured, which counts as TV. So if it's got, you know, good, strong, robust measurement behind it, then we can call it TV. I'd look at it slightly differently and say, I mean, television is a medium. I mean, you can now consume it through a TV set or a tablet or a PC or a smartphone. And if you're watching content, whether it be BBC or another broadcast or ITV Channel 4, if, if you're watching a programme they've made and they put on a linear channel and you're watching it through an iPad, I think that you quite comfortably say that's television. The, the, the device is not TV, but the, the medium is definitely television. Um, I, I think where uh, – I'm not sure it's, if it can be measured – in the way Barb is is defining, that I'm not sure that necessarily makes it TV. What what we're I think trying to get to is um, if we accept that there is some content not produced by um, broadcasters that is TV like, how can we get a, an agreed set of um, definitions that gives a scope to us as Barb to then go and measure that content? So, so I think it's a, it's a bit of chicken and egg here, but I think that for us it's about if we're going to measure more content, what is it the industry agrees is TV-like that we should be measuring? Um, so that, that's where we're trying to get to. Great. Justin Sampson, CEO of Barb, thanks very much for joining the Media Leader today. Thank you, Omar. Thanks again for listening to the Media Leader podcast. And there's more of where that came from on our website. The-media-leader.com is our website. You can sign up to our daily newsletter in the UK and weekly roundup of media in the US. You can also find us on YouTube where we are posting video interviews and clips from our live events. Our LinkedIn page where people like to comment on the things that we're posting. And Twitter where all our stuff is pretty much pumped out like a beautiful fountain of media industry content. That's it. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.